Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter. Do you feel sick? Uh, no, I don't. I don't feel sick. I feel all right. Didn't eat any Easter eggs. Oh. I didn't get a look in, if I'm honest. All about the kids, isn't it? It's just from start to finish. It's just how many Easter eggs they can either find or consume or sit on. I know. I know. Exactly. And then, like, I mean, even today, I came down and Gigi's like, I want an egg for breakfast. And I was like, yes. what do you mean? What kind of egg? And she's like going to find the dairy milk eggs. Chocolate eggs. Chocolate eggs. And then I'm like, oh, God, now I need to explain to her that it's not Easter every day. And just because I let you do that yesterday, it doesn't mean I'm going to let you do it today. Anyway, yes. there we go. That's where we're at. I'm going to try and hide them all today. So I got into like strict mum mode about kind of just after lunch yesterday where I was like, right, that's it. No more chocolate. And I was like, that's enough. You've had enough. Because it was sort of turning them slightly bonkers. You know, like they were fine for a bit, really, really excited. And then the crashes were happening and the whinging was starting. And I just thought, no, sod this. I mean, I know it's a lovely, lovely day to celebrate, but also just um, I'm sure lots of parents have been through it this weekend where they've had moments where their kids have been booting off purely because of the um, chocolate sugar crash. Yeah. And also just because like if they're not used to having loads and loads of chocolate all the time, it it does send you loopy. It's almost like addictive, isn't it? Totally. I've got to be honest with you. The first thing I did do this morning was reach for a tiny little chocolate lint egg and I was like no I can't (laughs) I like the mini eggs but I'm trying to not go down that path because there's too many around. <laughs> I'll be eating them for months. So I'm not, I'm not going to do Stay it. Stay off that path, George. Stay off that path. Some people some people like the hardcore drugs. Yeah, George I'm on the straight eggs. and narrow from the mini <laughs> eggs. Um, well, we really hope you guys listening had an amazing Easter as well. We want to get into the chat fairly quickly today because it's such a beautiful conversation and a conversation that um, we actually didn't expect um yes. to go kind of down that route did we like I had no idea we'd be speaking to this person about this specific subject no and it's actually you know a really timely subject for me because Axel's been getting some invitations to parties recently and they've been like Super Mario Sonic like all of that kind of stuff and I suddenly like mm. oh wow are we here already like I didn't realize yeah. but actually most of the kids in his class in his year are playing like Mario Kart and um, they've got Nintendo Switches or they've got um, Playstations um, yeah. or, or whatever it is and I realized that he's 
you know, I guess the odd one out at the moment. He's one of the only kids, really, that's not got like a Nintendo Switch or like a PlayStation or whatever. And he hasn't mm. asked us yet, but we definitely hadn't had that like pre-conversation. You know, like if James mm. had been collared by Axel by himself one day and said, oh, you know, for my birthday, I want this. We haven't had the discussion, like where we're both at. So one of us could have slipped and been like, yeah, yeah, okay, you can have that. Do you know what I mean? Without talking to the other one and just get, yeah, anyway, I'm glad we've had this conversation now because I feel a bit more prepared. And um, we're exactly the same, RN, because technology gaming phones I just want to put it off for as long as possible without mm. completely keeping in them keeping them in the dark I also don't want my you know seven eight year old daughter to have a telephone like when we spoke to um when we spoke to Paula Radcliffe she was amazing because she was like we've got a tracking watch we actually talked about this in the, in the chat and maybe that's the way to do it but um yeah anyway look let's get into it today because uh, brilliant conversation we can't wait for you to hear it who are we talking to today George today we are chatting to actress Natalie Anderson so very exciting chat today. Uh, we've just been talking to her for well, about probably 10 minutes before this. And Georgia and I already feel like we know this woman. So I think it's going to be an amazing conversation. Uh, we have uh, grown up watching her for a, ve- well, for a very long time. She's been on our screens, an incredible actress, a mum to Freddie. She's currently starring in Hollyoaks. Please welcome Natalie Anderson to the podcast. Oh, yay. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me. Oh, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm with you guys, so I'm 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 the juggler. I'm, I'm literally like juggling everything at the minute, and I just know that you guys feel that pain too. And so, yeah, yeah I feel like I'm amongst friends. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. We, we we understand it. We definitely definitely get it. Um, talk us through your schedule. Is it a little bit mad at the moment? It is, and I've been working on another project as well, um, which I'm, I'm not allowed to kind of say what it is just yet. Um, but it's it's a, it's a lovely project. So I've been doing that, filming that, and Hollyoaks at the same time, and then running a business. And you know, I've got Fred, obviously. And when you're trying to schlep around the country on trains and yeah. whatnot else, and you're tired, and you even you know when you're s- sitting on a train and it's four hours, you're kind of going. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah. And you, even though you're not moving. I normally just go to sleep in those moments. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia and I, if we're ever sitting down for four hours, it's, it's all a, about the I, But I always feel guilty if I do that. You know, like if I have a train journey and it's four hours, if I'm sitting reading a magazine, I feel like, oh my God, I'm wasting these four hours. I could be sending emails. I could be doing this. And it's really, it's so annoying. I should just sit and read a magazine. Do you do that? <laughs> and have a glass of wine. <laughs> to be honest, I don't, I don't read a magazine. I am normally... If I'm brutally honest, doing some work, but it's just the sitting, it's just the being in the one mm. place for that amount of time. And especially if it's a late night train, you're kind of going, oh God, I'm, you just feel exhausted because you're not moving yeah. about. So yeah. I do tend to be doing work more than anything. And, but yeah, it's sneakily sometimes if it's a late night train and I've wrapped. I will have a little glass of wine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think that's There's my treat nothing, to myself. Absolutely. Talking of your late night filming, if you've, if you've wrapped, what is it like being on Hollyoaks? Because this is a show that pretty much everybody I know watched growing up. I mean, yeah. it really was of our time, of our generation, tackling some really incredible subjects. It's brilliant. It, you know, it's such a an, an amazing atmosphere. It's, it's different because it's uh, different to Emmerdale, which is where I spent a long mm-hmm. time. And it's a very different different beast kind of thing and what I love about Hollyoaks is the the youthfulness of it the energy because there's so many young actors you kind of get brought into their enthusiasm and you know this this just this passion and 
yeah, very youthful energy that you get sucked mm-hmm. into, which is lovely to be around. And it's really nice to chat to a lot of the younger actors as well about like their careers, you know, what, what they want to do. And I feel half the time that I'm a bit like a mentor. I'm like, well, you yeah. don't want to be doing this and you should make it. But like, I go into mum zone and the girl that plays my my daughter, Ellie, who is I love to death, she's like, you're such a mum. You're always mummy and everybody. <laughs> and I, I, even when we're on set, I'll take stuff off her and I'll put it in my like costume handbag. And she's like, oh, have you got my phone? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's in here. <laughs> you know, I can't help it. But I love it. And, and as you say, you know, they tackle some amazing storylines and some of the stuff that's coming up is incredible and really just fantastic and you just become very passionate about the show I think you know when you're in it and you understand the mechanics of it it, it allows you to be even more passionate when you're kind of mm. part of it yeah mm. and do you let Freddie watch you it's really funny this because when we sit down for our tea if I'm at home it's about that time yeah and so it yes. would be on anyway kind of in the background and when I'm on screen he's like um that's weird. It's weird. You're on the telly. It's weird. And there was one scene where I was crying um, in a hospital and he got a little bit choked up. Mm. And I was like, darling, I'm right next to you. And he was like, yeah, but I don't like to see you cry, mummy. And I was like, oh, Aww. bless him. Does he understand what you do? Though? I mean, he's 10, right? So he must have, yeah. kind of, his whole life, he's known you to be on telly. Pretty much, yeah. And he does understand it. And um, he did some bits with me on This Morning, actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago. So you really got to see, like, all, you know, the behind the scenes, having a sound man, you know, cameras, lighting, all of that stuff. Um, and he's really interested in it, actually. He's really, really interested in television and I suppose most kids want to be YouTubers yeah. <laughs> which is basically yeah. what I would think is a TV presenter is especially for kids like more like a, a kids TV presenter I think he's what he wants to do so for him to see it and the mechanics of it he's um yeah he's really interested and he does get it wow he should team up with Isla right no so it's just he wants to be yeah, the the kids TV presenter as well two of them together would be amazing you mentioned the whole YouTube thing and obviously Fred's older than our, our kids are it's something we talk about all the time. How do you deal with social media and tech in your house? Oh, I hate it so much. Honestly, if I could take it away, I would do. But it's so hard because it's the it's the way kids now communicate with each other. You know, whether it's on their gaming apps, they can talk to each other, they can message. And it's really difficult. I mean, Fred does have certain apps like he's got TikTok but it's it's private completely private and I and yeah. I have it on family pairing as well which is something I would absolutely suggest to everybody because you can set a time limit for how long the kids are on it and that you have to put in a passcode to allow them extra time right. and and all of the stuff like um the privacy settings like nobody can direct message Fred nobody can comment on his videos nobody can tag him and he's always like that's really mean mom I said yeah but darling you don't you like it for doing the dances and all that stuff the fun stuff and making like little cool videos I said the social side of it you're not mature enough for yet you don't need to be worrying what somebody's emoji meant you know and that's the thing is I we right at the start I didn't know about all those settings and so I kind of left it as it was and kept it private as a private account but then when I could see things and he was worrying, I was like, you're nine years old. You don't mm. you don't need to be worrying about this. So I just completely set as many settings on it as I possibly could do yeah. whilst still allowing him to be kind of part of the group. Because mm. that's the thing is, if he's the odd one out and he was the only one that didn't have it, which is what it was at one point, and I was, you know, the big bad mum that didn't let him have it, mm-hmm. he was getting left out of conversations at school and, he, you know, he wasn't part of the 
the group at school and he, he didn't couldn't fit in with it and that that's just as damaging if if that makes any sense so yeah. um yeah I've had to kind of find a balance and just as many privacy settings as you can find <laughs> set them uh, yeah yeah exactly click those ones on I think there's two there's two points really to this chat and I think I would really like to have both conversations with you and the first one um let's go down the route of I guess safety online because that's one thing that haunts me you know mm. you don't know those conversations who's who's direct messaging them even with the gaming they're playing this was going to say those gaming on, apps there's yeah. gaming apps that they can communicate next minute. Somebody's groomed them. You know, it, it's life over, really, right? So, so I guess first off, what are your thoughts behind that? How do you protect it? And and do you have those conversations with Freddie about the dangers? A hundred percent, and I have done since he was very little. Um, it's really good because the schools now do support this, and we get an online safety newsletter every week of different apps that are being used, ones that have been, um, you know, possibly hacked into, um grooming stuff so we get we get loads of information from school which is great you know they'll say you need to look out for this some of the kids may well have um you know gone onto this uh, website or whatever and you think it's nothing and uh, you go into it and go oh my god right how did they download that because their kids are clever they're even Mm. if you think you've set everything they're kids and they're going to try and find sneaky ways around things so i i have really honest chats with fred and i I've said to him, you know, for me to trust you, you've got to let me see everything. I have to be able to see, you know, who you're playing with, who these people are. You have to let me vet vet some stuff. And and obviously, because he wants to play the game, he he's like, yep, there you go. There's my Switch or you can come. This is my PS5. Come and see it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know... I mean, I've had to take his phone off him. He had a phone um, to basically like WhatsApp his nana and stuff. And But again, I found that he'd put other kids' numbers in it. And I was like, no, 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 this is not what this was for. So you're going to have to give me that back now. And I said, you know, you broke my trust. And he was like, oh, mummy, it it was nothing. I said, yeah, but we had an agreement. And if you break that, then I I can't trust you to do that and that you're mature enough so I think it is having those really open honest conversations yeah what sort of age did you start having those conversations because Axel my son's turning six in August and um quite a few of his friends have got those Nintendo switches and a few of them are playing Mario Kart or whatever it Mm. is and he comes home and I do feel sometimes like a bit bad that he doesn't really know what what it is and he, he kind of asks me but I equally don't know if I'm ready to take the leap and actually explain it to him yet. Sorry, George, to, to explain what gaming is to him. Yeah, like I don't, because I think once you go into that, it's, I see it. Like I speak to the other parents, it's all consuming. They don't want to go outside anymore. They don't, they don't want to go and run around. They'd rather just sit in their room yep. or just sit downstairs and, mm-hmm. and be, you know, with, with their games. And that's what I don't think I'm ready for. No I, I really don't think I'm ready for that yet. But equally, when you've got friends at school, that's what they're doing. It, it's hard to manage it. But they can go and play around at their mates' houses though. That's, 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 my, that's where my head is at. Like I, yeah. I, I, I'm quite happy to take the hit for being the stern mother, the strict mother, but like categorically, I mean, come back to me in five years time, but absolutely that's just, that's kind of where my head is at because we've mm-hmm. noticed such a behavioral issue with the kids. The minute they start playing Subway Surfer or they're on their iPads for even half an hour, an hour, they turn into absolute monsters. It might just be my kids, but they really, it like, what 
wires oh. them in a really wonky way. It's it is a problem and mm. a, a massive problem. And I think yeah, the longer you can hold out, the better. Uh, again, I started having those conversations with Fred when he was about six. I think I think right. Fred was about six, nearly seven, when he got his switch. And a mum said to me at school, she was like whatever you do, try really hard not to let, just to hold out as long as you can. And I, mm. I kind of gave in a bit because I wish I'd have held out longer because right. now, as you say, getting him to do all the stuff is, it's difficult because they actually get addicted to it and they, mm. you know, and his behavior changed and, you know, the lockdown didn't help because he got his switch right at the time, just before we went into lockdown, you know, right. that kind of age. And when the kids couldn't go out and see each other and Fred's an only child as well. I mean, Freddie went five months without seeing another kid during lockdown, the first oh one. God. And the only way he could communicate was with his friends kind of online and they used to have their headsets so they could physically speak to each other. And I, I had to give in at that point because it was just like, like he's just not, he, being around just two adults constantly and not getting mm. any kid talk mm. or, you know, that, that interaction was as equally as damaging. So I think we didn't have that on our side, but if yeah. you can hold out, I definitely would. And unfortunately though, as they get older, you can't control what's going on in the rest of the class. And then right. when it becomes to the point where you're, it's only your kid that doesn't have stuff and they are getting mm. left out at school, that's why that's when it gets tough. And you, you have to be, as you said then, you know, you do have to be strict and stern, but equally there's got to be some give, give. because yeah. otherwise they get excluded in other ways um, from social groups. And I guess as well, like it's what, it's what they're interested in. So, yeah. you know, it, if they were inter- you know, interested in something else, you might not hold them back from it. But because it's this and it's new to us, you know, I didn't play any games or I wasn't a gamer when I, when I was a kid. What? Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> we don't understand it in the same way that they do. I guess it's difficult, isn't it? Because we look at it as like a really bad thing at the moment. But like you say, actually, it was the only way that he could interact during lockdown with other kids. It, it's what they talk about at school. Um, Did you not have a Game Boy, George? No. I had a PlayStation. I had a Spice Girls game on PlayStation. That was it. Oh, my Game Boy and Tetris oh, yeah. and all that did lot. Did you? <laughs> yeah, loved it. I got really into it. Did you, Natalie? I did, definitely, yeah. And I used to get myself a little bit addicted. I had, like, yeah. all the Marios and the Nintendos and stuff. Um, yeah, and I remember... <laughs> my mum turning the game off and I just completed a level and I was fuming with her and yeah so I do understand that feeling of when the kids feel like they've achieved something and you know and in their little world when they've achieved something on that game for us like I'll go no I'm turning it off and he's like I've worked so hard like I've spent all day trying to get to this level and you've just ruined it and I do feel bad then but then at the same time I'm like it's just a game you know and you have to kind of again not give in to the um those little uh like emotional the emotional blackmailing that they do sometimes on you which is kind of oh please I've tried so hard and all this and you think no I can't give in I've got to stay being strict I've got to keep to my my rules it's Mm. hard though Mm. do you set any time limits on um his playing yeah yeah we we have time limits on stuff so like you can only have like maybe an hour or so and then you know it has to come off we definitely during the school holidays we have to make sure there's breaks a hundred percent because you do realize like some kids are on there all day like literally all day and you have to kind of say right 
it's like making a bargain almost, you know, right? You can go on for an hour, but when that's complete, you have to then go outside. We're going to go for a walk. We're going to do this to keep the balance. Because if mm. I left him, he would literally be on it all day and he yeah. would just stay doing it. I have to kind of often go in and say, right, come on, that's enough. Or his dad, you know, it's like, that's that's done. He won't voluntarily come off. No. And it's no. that addiction side of things. We're the same with our phones. You yeah. Know, we complain that we have no time. We, you know, we've got no time to do anything. And then you look at your, like, screen time report and you're like, oh, but I had time to spend six hours on my phone. It's massive, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? So you can see how they get addicted like that. Well, this you can. sounds like a headline from um, like one of those sort of like women's magazines, like <laughs> gaming ruined my relationship. But that is my reality. I was dating someone in my 20s. We became so addicted to Call of Duty. This is not a joke, by the way. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm not we, ba- we basically would choose to game until like three o'clock in the morning. We had like you gaming. Would. Oh, guys, I fully. <laughs> She's a fucking Look at that. Headset. I was chatting to kids in China. <laughs> it's the funniest. <laughs> we would we would look at each other and go, "Should we go to bed and have sex, or should we just play another game of Call of Duty?" And it would always be Call of Duty. Oh. Eventually, we, eventually, we were like, "We haven't had sex for four months. This relationship's fucked." Do you know what, James? <laughs> when I first moved in with James, he had a PlayStation, and I think we I think we were twenty something like that. And I said to him. Like once this is gone, once this PlayStation is done, that's it. Like no more. You're not yeah. buying anymore. You're not going into yep. your twenties. So every night I used to give it a little kick before I went to bed. Like every single night, I'd give it a little kick, give it a little kick, and eventually <sighs> it obviously it, it died. <laughs> and you killed it. Actually, it didn't just he's die. Actually, he's actually stuck to it and has never gone back. Like gone back to FIFA or Call of Duty or oh. anything like that again. And I think secretly he sees Axel now and he thinks, oh, that's that's my way back in. That's it. <laughs> there it yeah, is. Yeah, well, don't let that happen because no. once you lose the two of them, like I've got a friend who, you know, the husband and the child are constantly gaming. And I, I'm lucky because my, my husband, my James, isn't really into it at all. He's, he's kind of like, mm, he'll play now and again if Fred asks him to, but it's not his thing. Whereas the others, they are just to together and she's like well um hello I am here I do exist yeah it's it's really it's it's there's a fine line because we we're talking about the negative side of it yeah and you know we're we're, we're focusing on that because you know we all want our kids to be you know in an ideal world kind of bounding outside in the (laughs) sunshine through the fields (laughs) on their bikes just playing around and stuff but obviously now as a a gamer you can earn seriously good money and it's a profession and obviously the whole um, computers and iPads and tech world isn't what it was when we were growing up when we were kids so there are obviously positive sides to it you can't shut them out from it forever no, and, and there's a film, so Free Guy, which is a Ryan Reynolds film. Yes. I watched with um, Freddie. We watched it as a family. And it really opened my eyes to what Freddie's world was. I said, oh, my God, this is like being in your head, isn't it? I said, you know, all these different people and the server that you've created. And he was like, yeah, mom, this is what I've been trying to tell you. Like, this is what we do. And there was an innocence to it that I thought, oh, it's not all bad and everyone's yeah. out to get him. And, you know, he's, he's, he's susceptible to this, that and the other. You know, obviously, I'm kind of the paranoid mum. But there is a nicer side to it, which is interesting and it's clever and his vocabulary is, you know, developed and just um, him being committed to something is like, you know, in Mm. Minecraft, he's built these incredible worlds with 
blocks and you know this this one that looked like a full McDonald's building that he said look what I've built it's and I was like wow oh my god you've built that he's like yeah it's taken me weeks so that commitment side of things and that you know artistry of it there is some positives to it as well and I guess Mm. things like problem solving like quick thinking all of that kind of stuff like one of my friend's sons is similar age to Fred and he's got like almost like a a trader's setup (laughs) in his bedroom like four screens and I walked in I was like oh my gosh but he can concentrate on all of those things and you know and navigate them all I wouldn't be able to do that so it is quite impressive um it's just, I guess it's just finding that line, isn't it? And that it balance. It is, it's like definitely the balance. It's hard. And, you know, and I've, we've said as well, as, as Freddie starts to get older, you know, his after-school activities now, we, we've talked to him about this. And I said, you know, you've got to have other hobbies. So, yes. you know, you really think about it. And he's chosen, you know, football. So it's like football after-school club. And there's a, a club near us that are recruiting for the juniors. And I said, right, okay, well, let's look at that then to try and balance it out so that as well, Yes, he's got this side of it that he's really interested in. And he's actually really good at as well, to be fair. He's really good at it. But equally, the fitness side of things as well, you know, the activity mm. and making sure that he gets that physical activity and has a different social group in with his football. So I yeah. think, again, it's talking to kids and explaining things and saying, okay, well, you can do a bit of this, but it has to be balanced and you now need to do a bit of this for that give and take I think too sounds like you've got the balance right there yeah well I'm trying it's really hard though and like I I was just saying to Gigi before I was kind of like I wanted to talk about this because I know I felt very frustrated and very alone and thinking it is it's just my kid it must just be my kid that's like this that just wants to game all the time and what have I done wrong am I doing something wrong and and then I've spoken to other people and they've gone no no my son's the same and my son's the same and oh my god it's awful and I just think the more kind of you share that yes the more people anyone that's listening might go oh god it's not just me you know it's not my kid that's just like wants to do it all the time we'll be right back after this short break selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? You sort of pointed out about the, the socialising aspect of it. And I guess, are we going to lose the art of building relationships face-to-face? Like, obviously, online dating is huge and people tend to meet online now rather than face-to-face. And then our kids are then socialising 
in a digital world when they get back from school rather than maybe seeing each other or picking mm. up the phone and actually having a conversation. It's quite, I don't that's know. Full it's on. Quite, that's a full yeah, on. That's it's a full a on lot. thought. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I do think that there is a, probably an element of that, you know, and that's the other thing as well with the technology is um, it's the, it's the, the sexualization of children as well, which is just technology is absolutely advancing that so much. And I had a guest on my podcast that was telling me about um, this. She's a child psychologist. And she'd said that actually it's having such an impact that kids are developing quicker like so nine-year-old right. girls especially are developing much quicker because their brains have been going so fast like with technology and what they're, what they're seeing that they are physically, so this generation of kids are developing quicker, oh which God, is terrifying. This is, this is so interesting that you say this because I have a stepdaughter, my, my lovely stepdaughter Isla, who's about to turn nine. Mm. And the other day she said to me, she was, you know, my, our little ones were in the bath. She was like, I'm getting in the shower. And she was like, oh, I can smell onions. And I was like, onions? I was like, I haven't had any onions. And she was like, oh, I think it's it's my it's my armpit, it's my like onions. I was like, let me smell. I got my nose right in there and yeah. I was like, let me have a smell. And I was like, wow, yeah. And um and she's not even nine yet. And I thought that yeah. that that can't be happening this early. But yeah. And she's been through a lot emotionally and things, you know, she's quite advanced for her years. So it kind of made sense actually. Hormones coming in a bit earlier. It's interesting. It definitely is. And and that's the thing, you know, I'm, we're seeing it now with the, especially the girls in Fred's class, you know, they're quite forward and um, he's got another little friend who's nine as well and she's about to turn 10 and just the difference. And I know girls kind of do tend to develop quicker anyway, but I was shocked because I was like, but they're nine, you know, so you expect that probably 11 and 12 maybe, but nine still for me feels like they're so, babies. Yeah. You know what I mean? things are coming up just there, but like, developments in their bodies yeah the developments in their bodies so like um you know they're getting little boobs and things and and just what they're interested in the things that they're saying I mean the whole pouting into the phone thing yeah you know send but even sending pictures to each other like that and you're kind of going don't don't be putting that on the internet get that off you know don't send it phones I don't know because all the kids have got phones well not at nine nine years old yeah and they take them to school and the teachers will nine times out of 10 take them off them they're not allowed to have them during school and it's because I suppose some kids they're at that age nine turning 10 where they're walking home from school yeah you know if they live so close to the school so they've got a phone for that or they've got an after school club and their mums and dads will be like okay well we're picking you up at this time or meet me at the gate but Again, because they've got that phone, they're clever and they can go, oh, yeah, well, I know how to do this and I'll download yeah. that. So you, this is why for me, I take, I check everything. Yeah, you go through everything with a fine tooth, tooth, t- fine tooth comb. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, it's the right <laughs> Paula Radcliffe came on the podcast and she was talking about the fact that she's got a 10-year-old son and she said, I didn't want to give him a phone. So I've got him a watch. Yes. He send He can send voice notes or messages to it and he can receive and he can make calls, I think, on it. He's got a tracker so she can see where he is and if he's is it if he stopped if he stood still George for a bit and didn't move or if he moved areas I can't yeah if he moves areas she gets alerted or if he goes out of like a certain boundary um 
she she will be alerted. She can call him and be like, I know where you are. <laughs> I need one of these. <laughs> but this is like a good thing about technology, I guess. And Axel went on a school trip recently to the Tower of London. And one of the mums in the class seemed to know how far they were like on the coach. So they're like, oh, you know, they no, no, don't go to school yet. They're probably going to be another 10 or 15 minutes. So I'm thinking, how, how, do you, how do you know this? <laughs> she a tracker in his pocket she'd sewn it into his school trousers and at first I was a bit like whoa that's a lot that is a lot and then I thought no actually that really makes sense you know especially Mm. if you're going to like Legoland or Disneyland (gasps) or anywhere like that it's actually brilliant and it was in his in his trousers he he wouldn't have even known it was there and so she could just keep an an eye on where where he was I do think that's quite a good idea I mean part yeah. of me is like oh no that's terrible but then this other side of me is like yes that's excellent but I mean do you think when they're like 16 17 18 <laughs> we're gonna have to like microchip them <laughs> maybe <laughs> I know where you are yeah, yeah. I try to teach Freddie like when we go away anywhere um, I'm always like right look for the directions look at the board this is the train that you need to catch Da-da-da. so I'm always trying to instruct him about traveling because again I do want him to travel when he's older but at the same time I know it's going to give me like the absolute I won't sleep at all for months on end probably if he goes on a gap year or something so I'm always trying to say to him right okay so at the airport now what would you do next what would you where would you go what would you do and I think as well we've watched Home Alone too that many times you know when he gets lost in the airport I'm thinking I just want to know that he'd know what to do just in case but a tracker is even better I think that's going to be the way forward yeah (laughs) I was told that you should write the number your number on your kid's arm so when we if we go to Chessington we always write our telephone number on Luna and Kit's arms if they ever get lost or anything which is quite a nice idea so they can just go that's really yeah that's good it's not in biro so it smudges off (laughs) like I've got half the number here I've got the full number (laughs) yes that's quite a good idea yeah Yeah, I think that's a great idea oh I wish I'd have heard that before <laughs> so moving away from Freddie's kind of online presence to mm-hmm. yours and I, we wanted to have a chat with you today about sort of social media and how you kind of handle it you've grown up on television so you've always been in the limelight you know in Emmerdale before Hollyoaks and obviously loads of other things in between so I guess how do you how do you deal with any comments any remarks and and do you have do you feel you have to hold stuff back or are you quite open on social media I would say I <laughs> I see social media as kind of an extension of my business. Um, and so for me, I wouldn't think like I'm an oversharer, but then I'm not like that in life either. So, you know, I could only tell my really best girlfriend certain things. I mean, you know, obviously parenting stuff, I'm it's like, yes, let's chat it all out kind of thing. But when it's something to do with maybe how I'm feeling or whatnot else, I tend to keep that reserved for family and friends rather than putting stuff out kind of... Uh, continue not not continuously but 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 it being an open window to my life because yeah. I also think as that as well that when you do have something important to say whether it's about mental health or something for me I think if you know it makes more of a point for me then like I talked one time uh, once on my social media about the fact that I was struggling massively with anxiety um, and I I tend to be quite a sunny person naturally you know that's kind of how I am and I, and I but I do suffer with my anxiety too and so on this particular um post I just put a different kind of picture and a, quite a lengthy um post about it mm-hmm. about my experience 
because I just kind of think, yeah, it, it landed a bit better, I suppose, because I, I really I had a point with it. You know, it was kind of, it wasn't, I wasn't being money and not that there is anything wrong with that at all because people use it for different reasons. But for me personally, I think that I like to kind of have it as a bit more of um just an extension of work, really, yes. you know, kind of fashion stuff that I love and you know helpful tips maybe like things I might have read or you know sometimes there might be a, a nice family picture or work but it tends to normally be for me more work stuff because I also think when you do put yourself out there you've got to have a thick skin to take you know the negative yeah. side of it and I don't think I do necessarily because I because mm. I do get quite bad anxiety I would be worrying constantly constantly yes. all the time of going oh I shouldn't have said that I should have did, I shouldn't have done that oh my god they're gonna think this da, 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 da. but because it's work and people see me in that capacity anyway it, that's kind of the way I deal with it yeah almost like protect yeah protecting your personal life and I guess as well like when you become a parent there's so many opinions and even if you're not online and you're not in the public eye if you're in a cafe <laughs> there's opinions everywhere have you felt the sort of need to show the highs and the lows of parenting so that people get a full picture. Yeah, I think, yeah, when, when Freddie was a bit younger and I, I used to post more pictures of him, I think you go through that phase, don't you, when you've got, you, your kids are young and you're like just going through that journey, mm. I suppose. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, look, they've done this and they've done that and this and that. And you just, you can't help that because you, you kind of just want to go, oh, look, they did a drawing and it was amazing and, and all of that stuff. But equally, you know, I've had pictures where Fred's put stuff on the walls or, you know, and he's drawn on stuff and you're like, it's not perfect. It's really hard, you know, and you have to be honest in that capacity or even if I've not put the picture, I probably would have put something and then talked about it in the, you know, in the post itself and said how hard it was because it is tough. It's so difficult and none of us really know what we're doing. And, you know, technology, as we've said, is kind of changing things so rapidly that you're trying Mm. to keep up and you're going, you want to pull your hair out, you know, and, and us, our generation of, of mothers, probably the hardest for us because the world is so fast now. And I think, yeah, you do have to be um, quite real in that sense, you know, when you're talking about stuff. Talk, I, I think I tend to be a bit realer, I suppose, in the in the comment section bit um, yes. about what's going on as opposed to the picture. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So a little bit more transparency across all of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. And, and then, you know, in your parenting journey, um, apart from aside from the sort of tech and the gaming and stuff which are the parts that you've really embraced and really loved and what are the parts that you've been slumped on the bathroom floor crying about oh do you know what I'll probably cry I cry all the time now you see I'm so soft like I just being a mum is like the greatest thing for me personally in terms of what I get back from Fred and our relationship however in that it's there's the challenges that are just so hard, you know, and as your child's developing and they're getting their own character, that leaves me sometimes crying my eyes out because I love him so much and, you know, want to do everything to protect him, but he's turning into his own little person now and his his thoughts are really important and he's, he's like, you've done this and you said you were doing this and it didn't happen and, you know, and you, you feel like you've let them down or something. They're the times that I just walk away and I end up crying my eyes out and I'm just going... I don't know what to do. How can I make it better? And have I damaged him? I'm sure I'm damaging him. You know, when you just like, you might've had a big row or something and I'll walk away and cry my eyes out and go, I think I've damaged him. I I think I said the wrong thing. And that's the bit that I just, I'm finding now in the journey that I'm in with Fred, 
the hardest. And, you know, it's like when they're babies, you kind of, they, they, they do everything pretty much that, you know, you put them to sleep and they'll go to sleep kind most of the time. But when they're older, this bit I think is so tough now. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do love being friends, mum, honest to God. I love it so much. Oh. And I know every mum probably thinks like that, but just the stuff that we do together in our relationship. And he yeah. once said to me, he turned around and was like, you're my best friend, you, you know. Oh, you're my yeah. best friend. That's and what I was we like, all want. That's what oh, we want, yeah. Really? He was like, yeah. And he said, oh, on the train on the way back from this this stuff that we were doing for this morning, he was sat on the train and he was just smiling. And I went, what's the matter, matter with you? And he said, I've out of all the millions of people in all of this world, I got to have you as my mum. And I was like, oh my God, what do you mean? He went, because you're the bestest. He's like, and you're just the best mum. And I, again, look, I'll probably cry. And I was like, probably bawling on the train going, that's the loveliest thing you've ever said. Oh, Natalie, that's oh, lovely. Isn't it lovely to lovely. hear it? Isn't it? it? Is. Because, because, because like you said, a lot of the time, you're not sure you know, if you're getting it right, no, you know, yeah. you feel self-doubt, self kind of lack of confidence, yeah. you know, is the relationship going to be, and then when they say stuff like that to you, like, no, actually, hang on, I'm actually doing quite a good job here, no right. one's there to pat you on the back, no. are they? No one's going, here's exactly. a medal, here's a medal for you. <laughs> no one's giving you a mark out of 10 after no. each day. That's it. But usually, when mine say things like that, it's followed by and can I have and I really love you you're so beautiful can you just get that down from the cupboard <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong we have a lot of that we definitely have a lot of that and, and there's a lot of arguing between me and Fred because he's very strong willed and, and I'm strict um, so there's a lot of arguing goes on too so yeah when he, when that when he did say that it really did fill my heart because as you say you're just filled with doubt all the time you're like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't actually know what I'm doing. And I constantly mm. walk around going, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, and then yeah. the mom, my mum will go, you do, clue. you're doing it. You're already doing it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, mum. I've no clue. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it never gets any easier either, no. I don't think. No, no. I, I'm still looking at my mum going, can you come and sort things out? She's <laughs> yeah. nowhere to be seen. I'm like, oh, cheers, mum. I've got to do, <laughs> to do it by myself. <laughs> you know, it's just a constant worry. She just says that she goes from, you know, ha- ticking me off her worry list to then putting me back on her Pretty worry back list. On. And I know that yeah. your, your parents are the same, George, right? They're so Absolutely. sort of involved with things. But yeah, just manifest in different ways, I guess. Absolutely. Um, I know you listen to the podcast, Natalie, so you know the score and what we ask our guests. So yes. have you got some products prepared <laughs> these are these go from different ages as well the dr brown's bottles those were the bottles that we used when freddie had really terrible colic really really right. bad and they really helped so for any new parents out there i would highly recommend those they were fantastic i loved them and then um a video monitor that was one of my big things as well when Freddie was really little. Um, just having a video monitor to in the in the crib with him rather than just a list a, a sound one. I loved right. that that as well. Just to give you that kind of reassurance. Um, yeah, of of seeing the baby and you know just yeah. keep having a look. For me, I love like the neom stuff. I'm such a huge fan yeah. of neom. And again, when I am absolutely stressed out, there's um the neom pillow spray, which I swear by. When I go to a new hotel as well, I'm always like spraying it on the the pillow just so that I get a good night's love sleep. That. Yeah, love I it. love the neom stuff, and I also ha- have their candles as well, which I just yeah. again swear by. I think I've got one on my bedside table here. Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. 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 really good ones and then there's my 
moisturizers and things. I love using Elemis. I've got so many of their products and their facial oils, which I love. They've got the Skin Bliss capsules, which I, again, swear by and I've used them. Yeah, you see, everybody does. Everybody forgets about those. And then you end up going back to them and you go, oh my God, these are amazing. I remember now why I started using these. And then there's the Lizzle Hot Cloth Cleanser. Oh, yes. Georgia introduced me to that. It's so good, isn't it? And especially taking your makeup off because I don't use makeup wipes anymore. I stopped using them ages and ages ago. And especially, you know, in our jobs, kind of what, you know, constantly makeup on, makeup off, makeup on. But the Hot Cloth Cleanser, straight off and it smells so nice so again you feel like it's like a little spa to yourself so anything that makes you yeah like the oils that are in that I just love it so much um but they're definitely the things I like to take with me kind of when I'm traveling especially oh and I also take my little weights I've got like one kilogram weights that I take with me as well just so I can get my exercise in uh you know in my hotel room (laughs) little bicep pump yeah I definitely do that yeah that's perfect um and the other question that we like to ask our guests every episode is the best piece of advice that they've ever received or the piece of advice that they would give to a new parent so uh, the piece of advice that I would give to a new parent is very much like what we've talked about today which is try and delay as much as possible kids with tech I know it's really tempting to give them a phone or whatever when you're tired but if you could just try not to give in as much that will help so much later on as they grow up yeah. and I and I I wish I'd have listened to that piece of advice because somebody gave me that advice and I didn't really listen to it and now I think I'm not paying the price because I, I wouldn't say it's that harsh but I wish I'd have done that differently yeah. so yeah. that that is definitely what I would say great Brilliant. love that thank uh, you Natalie you've been an absolute joy to chat to you and yeah I mean please come back again we want, oh, we thank want you, you back so again much. I feel like we talk about anything great. I've loved it I've loved it so much thank you so much for having me do you reckon we should check in with each other? Place a bet. What is it? The 19th of April. Every 19th of April. Let's see who yeah. managed to hold out. <laughs> yeah, did I say that I was never going to buy them um, a PlayStation or any form of gaming? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, my my idea on it is to just, like I said, just to prolong the process as much as possible. And Natalie was Me saying too. the same, you know, that she just wants them, you know, to be kids for as long as possible. And I think, it, I think it's really important to do that whilst also being kind of streetwise and if they want to go gaming then go around their mate's house quite frankly yeah exactly just ship them off in fact that's free yeah. babysitting so it's a win-win well exactly and, but it's, it's like ser- in all seriousness though it's such an easy gift isn't it if you've got a kid's birthday coming up and they say oh I'd like a Nintendo Switch and you think oh yeah why not I don't know what to buy them and you get that for them I think you need to go into it knowing what comes with it and like you have to set boundaries and it's not just getting the you know getting that games console and then that's it it's it mm. leads to so much more do you know what I've got a mate Jamie who um I actually do um yeah Jamie Theakston there you go my mate Jamie Theakston he's his his eldest son is massively into gaming and he was it was his 14th birthday last week and he was like all we want to do is try and get, get him off his get him off his console I said what do you get him for his birthday he goes we've got him a new chair we've got him a new headset we've got him a new controller and I was just like <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is possibly the worst thing that you could ever do um oh, but it's hard isn't it because you want to make them happy so oh god knows I don't know I know who knows <laughs> who knows what the right answer is uh, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and um, as always we would love you to rate uh, if you do have time to um, leave us a little review that would be brilliant as well and obviously yes. follow the, following the podcast that means you won't miss an episode yeah please do and if you have got any suggestions of guests that you'd like to hear from then please do drop us a DM we're on at Made by Mummers on Instagram and we will be back on Friday. 
Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.